This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, friends, uh, we're going to do something a little different this morning. We're going to have two very short shiurim, okay? I, I want to go back to a point on Dav Samach Zayin. I've been thinking about this for a while. And then something on Dav Samach Ches. Dav Samach Zayin, the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yochimed Zak was riding on a donkey and he was coming out of Yishalayim and his students were following him and he saw a, a girl who was gathering barley from the dung of the animals of the Arabs. When she saw him, she wrapped herself in her hair and she said, Rebbe, support me. He says, who are you? She said, I'm the daughter of Nakdima and Ben-Gurion. He said, what happened to your father's money? He said, she said, uh, is the parable not in vain? The salt of money is distributing it, being Misr, Melach, Mamain Chasar, and some say Melach, Mamain Chesed. Fine. So Gemara asked, V'nakdima and Ben-Gurion layavet tzedakah? Nakdimah Ben-Gurion didn't give tzedakah, but the Brisa says that Nakdimah Ben-Gurion, when he would leave his house to the base Hamedrash, they would spread out silk behind him, and the Aniyam would come, and they would collect the silk from under him. So Gemara gives two answers. Some say he did it for his own honor. Some say he didn't give enough. Like people say, in accordance with the camel is the load. So the Gemara gives two answers. Nakdim ben Gurion certainly gave enough tzedakah, certainly gave tzedakah. He gave a lot of tzedakah. The Gemara says either he didn't have the right kavanos, answer number one. Answer number two is he didn't give enough. Fine. So I want to focus on both answers. Let's start with the first one. First one, the question is obvious. Who cares if he did it for his own covet? Uh, number one, the Gemara says if somebody gives tzedakah so that their son should live, they're at tzaddik gamor. The Gemara M'sach Mandav Ches. And even if you're mechavin for the mitzvah and for your own benefit, you're at tzaddik gamor. You're at tzaddik gamor. Now Rashi learns that it's talking about if you're mechavin for both things, for benefit and for the mitzvah. So, I want to show you, the Marsha asked this question, and Rabbi Hanan asked this question. Let's start with the Marsha. The Marsha says, Says the Marsha, The first answer is saying, He gave enough tzedakah. He gave enough. But he didn't do it for the mitzvah. It's Shalai Lashma Venenash. I, why would he be punished? Ve'en lahaksha is ha'amrinon, gavi tzedaka, filu Shalai Lashma, yeshlois charalek, ha'amrinon, ha'imer, se'alazul, letzaka, babur she'yichya v'ni, ha'reza tzalek gamor. Okay, so the question number one of the Marsha is that uh, the Gemara tells us explicitly by tzedakah, if you give tzedakah for an ulterior motive, you're a full-fledged tzaddik. Not only you're not punished, not only you're rewarded, you're righteous. You're a tzaddik gomor. Not only are you a tzaddik, there's nothing deficient in your, in your righteousness. So what's wrong with what Nakdima and Ben-Gurion did? Who cares if he did it? Shalai Lashma. So the Marshal answers, V'yei Shalaymer, Hai Shaloy Lashma L'Kavoid Hu Garatvei. 
Aloy Lishma of Lukavit is worse. Now, you need to know that this is Machlikis, this is Machlikis Rishonim. Um, the Yeshlaim Hayish Aloy Lishma Lukavit Hugarat Fei, Kamoshim Achalkin Atosis Bipsachim. Right? We know famously the Rishonim ask, it says, um, other places it says if you do mitzvah so there is a discrepancy in the Rishayim. Some Rishayim learn that when is it better that you were not created? That's if you do a l'shem l'kanter. You learn in order to argue. So then it's better not being created. But if you do it for ulterior motives, for Olam Haba, so then uh, that will bring to Lishma. But, uh, but the Marsha says that Shaloi Lishma Lekavod is worse. I mean, there's a question in the Rishon. Let's say somebody learns to, be, to get Kavod, to, to be called Rebbe. So is it only lekanter to argue? Do we say that that's uh, better that you are not created? And in that case, if you're doing it for kavod, then we say mitach lishma balishma. Or do we say mitach lishma balishma is only if you're doing it for oilam haba, or so, or your son should uh, live? But if you're doing it for kavod, then it's better that you weren't created. So the marsha is sort of locking in this answer of the Gemara with the Rishonim, that just like if you do a mitzvah to cause trouble, it's better not to do it. So too, if you do a mitzvah for kavod, it's better not to do it. He said, again, This Shalai Lishma in our Gemara is for kavod. It's Garatvei. Usually we say it's better not to be created. The Rabbin Bedar many people in this generation, Shemekabtsin Oisher Shalahan. They gather their wealth, shaloi be'amuna, unfaithfully, uvichil Hashem, desecrating God's name, kigzela soivikicham, like stealing from Gentiles, viachakach misnadvim eoisimam lioislahem kavod b'choshana, and then they make a big donation in the shul, so everyone should go, ooh, ah. Yeah, but they stole the money from a guy, so they're machal shem shamayim. Velas islahem berchas mishaberach, they want to have a public mishaberach, lioislahem shem b'teferas, it's a mitzvah that comes with sin. That money has never been salted. It will not, continue, it will not remain. So basically, the Masha is learning that if you give tzedakah only for covered, it's worse. Meaning, shaloy lishma is okay, but not if you're doing it for covered. Now there's another question here that the Masha didn't ask. That l'chayr by tzedakah, kavana is not needed. We don't make a bracha when you give tzedakah. Even the shita, the mitzvah suchas kavana, by tzedakah l'chayr you don't need kavana. Because the mitzvah of tzedakah is not sticking your hand in your wallet 
and doing that act. If the mitzvah was the act, you'd need kavana. The mitzvah is the result. The result is the, the ani has something to eat. It's irrelevant to the ani what your kavana is and what you're thinking. So normally by tzedakah we would say kavana is irrelevant. It seems though, negative kavana, meaning even the opinion that mitzvos, tzrichos kavana, even though they hold for tzedakah, you don't need kavana, but negative kavana would be disruptive of the mitzvah. Now let's see how Rabbi Hanan uh, looks at this sugya. Rabbi Hanan in the Kavit Shurim, he brings that in uh, Psachim Davches Rashi says, that if you give tzedakah so that your son should live, if that's an additional kavana, then you're a tzaddik gamar. So the Marsha, uh, the Rabbi Hanan says in his first answer, it has to be that over here, the situation is that, when do we say harizat tzaddik gamar? That's if you're mechavein for the mitzvah and for kavad. Yimachavim for the mitzvah and kavod, great. Mitach shalalishma balishma. But if you're only mechavid for kavod, then uh, there's an einish. In other words, you're right. We say that mitach shalalishma balishma. That's if you're also mechavid for the mitzvah, not if you're only mechavid for something else. The Rebbe Chanan asked, though, how is it possible to say that Nachdimon Ben Gurion, who's one of the three people that the sun shone for him? He definitely was also mechavin l'shem mitzvah. Bevadei kishas tzedakah is to come not l'shem mitzvah. So Rabbi Chanan ends up saying, like the Marsha, that if your intention is so that your son should live, that's okay in combination with serving. Um, if you do, uh, says Rabbi Chanan. When, when does the Gemara say, if you're mechaving that your son should live, it's okay? That's in combination with also being mechaving for the mitzvah. So, having in mind the life of your son is okay in combination with being mechaving l'shem mitzvah. But doing it for your own covered, that's not okay if you're mechaving also l'shem mitzvah. Meaning, shituf in kavana is only alright if the Lesser kavanas so that your son should live. Not if your le- your lesser kavanas for your own kavod. Why? He quotes the chavos havavos. It's like uh, serving God and another God. It's you're serving Hashem and yourself. And Rabbi Chanan says that might be the reason why the the tzedakah of the nations of the world is a sin. He says they only do it lehispayer. I guess Rabbi Chanan is bothered. Well, they probably also have in mind to be helpful. You know, because otherwise you could say, well, their, their only kavana is lehispire. But it seems like Rabbi Chanan is saying it's not logical that that's their only kavana, b'chlau. But now let's focus on the second answer of the Gemara. The Gemara says that he didn't give enough. So I would have learned he didn't give enough. Let's say he was supposed to give Meiser. He gave 9%. Or according to the Rambam. The Rambam holds you're obligated to give 20%. You know that? There's a steer on the Rambam. 
In one place the Rambam says it's a mitzvah to give a chaymesh, and in another place he says it's an obligation to give a chaymesh. So the Gra says it depends. If there are needy people in front of you, you're obligated to give a chaymesh. If you just want to, if they're not banging down your doors, then it's a mitzvah to give a chaymesh. So whatever amount he was supposed to give, he didn't give enough. That's how I would have learned. Rabbi Hanan quotes a Chafetz Chaim who learns differently. Let's say a guy is a multi-billionaire. Yeah, let's say he has a hundred billion dollars. You think he could get away with twenty bill giving twenty billion? Absolutely not. He has to give much more. Someone who is extremely wealthy and has a lot more money than they need to live, they need to give a lot more than just ten or twenty percent. Well, what do they need the money for? What are they going to do with the money? What could they possibly do with it? Use it for a tissue? That's what, other, what are they going to do with it? Use it to clean in between their teeth? Nothing, they have nothing to do with the money. They bought every possible human pleasure. So, he was willing to support your Shalayan under siege for over 20 years. Yeah, and it's still not enough. Still not enough. In other words, again, I would have said he didn't give his halachic requirement. But Rabbi Hanan says, no, he gave his halachic requirement. However, he still could have done more. Now, he's punished for that? So the Chafetz Chaim said, it's talk, the Gemara in Menachah says in Mem Aleph, mm, another thing, or, or let's say tzedakah, you have to give 10 or 20%. Let's say even according to the way I would learn. If someone doesn't give the requisite amount, is there punishment for not giving sufficient tzedakah? It's a mitzvah saseh. There's no punishment for a mitzvah saseh. However, the Gemara Menachah says, Be'idan rischa anshin alay. At a time of anger, a person is punished for. Even That means even something that you would not be punished for ordinarily at a time of anger, uh, we're, we're punished. It could be the Hashkacha has it, you know, that the soldiers now are, you know, they're giving out a lot of tzitzis to soldiers. Because ordinarily, if somebody doesn't wear tzitzis, there's no punishment. Even if somebody wears Dalit Kamfais and doesn't put tzitzis on it, there's no punishment for being Mavatel Mitzvah. But at a time of anger, at a time of danger, there is such punishment. So the Chavetz Chaim says, it was a time of the Churban Habayis. There's no greater Idan Rishan than that. And that's why the punishment was so severe, because Be'idan Rishcha, Hashem punishes even for Bittol Okay, so this is a Stam. The Gemara's two answers are very interesting. Either he did it L'chvaydai, or he didn't do K'deboi Le'ilameva. That's Daf Samach Zayin. We did a shir on Daf Samach Zayin, but I want to do another one. Okay. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.